Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right. Welcome, Three Birds fans. Welcome back. Welcome back to another brand new episode of Three Birds and a Punt. The name of the title, episode 55, Eagles Landing. Three Birds, my name is Afia. I'm joined by my co-host, John. Say hey, John. Hey, hey, salutations. All right. As always, we are happy to announce that we have partnered with Amaze Media Labs to be the official Eagles podcast for the Pigskin Network. You can find the Three Birds in a Pot on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Megaphone, or wherever you get your podcast. We're also on Twitter, on Instagram. You can see down on the bottom, Three Birds in a Punt. Please download and subscribe. We appreciate all the fan engagement and the fan support we've gotten from you guys while we've been recording and while we've been on hiatus we appreciate y'all all right Greatly appreciate. so we just really want to jump right into the eagles um game this weekend we just got finished demolishing the titans okay i'm super proud of our team for how well we showed up i want to get your thoughts john how are you feeling about the eagles thus far and what did you see what did you like in the game I'm elated. I'm elated. Um, they played above my expectations starting the year. Uh, what can we say about Jalen Hurts? He sets the team. And it, in his second year as a full-time starter, it's refreshing to see that. Now we know for sure, 100%, that we have our franchise quarterback, who also is in the running for the MVP. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. That's crazy. Everything is working according to our, not even our plans, above our plans, our dreams, because this sets everything up for the future. If you think about it, the loss to the Commanders was tough. The loss to the Commanders was tough. We haven't always played great football, but this is a team built with the fabric of a champion. And that's what champions do. They might not look perfect all the time, but they find ways to win. And they don't always play mistake-free football, but they they come back and they're always in the hunt. This game, they dominated. Dominated. Knowing they were going to face Derrick Henry, who is, by all accounts, one of the best, most bruising running backs in the NFL. So prepare for that. Howie did a wonderful job adding Indomitian Sue and Linville Joseph and Robert Quinn at the trade deadline and shoring up that defense. And 
CD Deuce, get back soon. Uh, that, like, and Bradbury, like, the additions to this defense and to this team has been remarkable. They've all almost mm-hmm. panned out. Um, seeing how the offensive and defensive lines have played this far is awesome because you know that they wouldn't be, at least the defensive line wasn't going to be as yeah. bad as they were last year. Fletcher Clox clearly clearly was playing too many snaps, and mm-hmm. they addressed it by adding the, the reinforcements. Now you have you have guys that are fresh. We got Jordan Davis back. The linebackers are looking solid. If they can right, continue right. this through the reg- the last five games, first round by, right, hosting a playoff game upon a run to the Super Bowl. And there are a lot mm-hmm. of naysayers. There are a lot of naysayers that say, oh, the Eagles haven't played anyone. Actually, the Eagles have the 12th ranked strength of schedule, if you look closely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to those naysayers, hold your horses because we didn't set the schedule. We just play the teams that are in front of us. And they dominate the teams that are in front of us. Absolutely. It, it's, it's I- a, it, it hurts when people say, oh, the Eagles haven't beaten anyone. Yes, they have. <laughs> They beat the Vikings, who were nine and two, and they just beat the Jets. But it came like the Eagles. Eagles are set prime for now, and the future, and that's yes. that's exciting, exciting times. Absolutely, I agree with you a hundred percent on that, John. I feel as though the Eagles have really done a good job of of seeing like a well-balanced team you see that we've been able to beat teams in a variety of ways we can I, i'm here to definitely say mokupa mokopa on jalen hurts i was wrong Whip is gonna be really upset he's missed me saying this is the second week in a row i'm gonna admit that i misjudged jalen hurts's potential he has clearly, clearly shown that he is a franchise-level quarterback. He has shown that he has the skills. Uh, Connor is with us tonight, and he's chanting MVP, 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 and I agree. I complete agree completely. You've seen him. You've seen him ascend beyond where we saw him last season last season i couldn't have i was i'm gonna be real i wouldn't have predicted jalen hurts to be as good as he is this season but clearly the work effort and the 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 mindset and the intention all of that is showing up and not only that he commands that offensive team he commands the whole team and i think the leadership that he's shown and the growth that he's shown as a player the dynamicism that he has as a runner he makes very smart decisions with the football you hardly ever see him making bad decisions with the football which a lot of the times a lot of football is just making smart decisions with the ball you know and so just seeing how his maturation has has really blossomed and really put this team in a great trajectory i don't think you can underestimate the fact that we have two bona fide number one wide receivers as a reason for his maturation like giving making sure that you have look look at aaron rodgers we just beat aaron rodgers last week i was at that game he had basically nobody outside of Christian Watson to to throw to, right? When he used to have Devontae Adams, he was MVP of the, of the league, right? And now that Jalen Hurts has Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, now we see him MVP candidate. You see him having 
uh, uh, players who are who are willing to bail out their their QB, whether it's a good throw or a bad throw, they are there and they are consistent. And you love you love you love to see it. I have a lot of uh, back and forth on the defense side of the ball, but just sticking with the offense for right now, I'm just very pleased with what we're seeing. You can see we're able to beat the defenses in a variety of ways, and that's what honestly we love to see. We love to see. So I'm really curious to get your get your take on where the Eagles are. We've we played 12 games. We've won 11. We lost one to the Washington Commanders, which division games are always tough. You know, we have what like five more games left to the season. How do you see us? Where do you see us playing uh, the rest of these seasons, and where do you see our record ending up being? It's gonna to be tough to win out. It's gonna to be tough to win out. It's this sun this Sunday we play against the Giants. So we face off against division opponents going down the stretch. Uh, including the Bears and the Saints and then the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. The Eagles could run the table. They really could and be resting their starters for the last week. Um I love that. We could, they could beat you in any different types of ways. Whatever they feel is working, they'll ride with that. If they like today with the Titans, they know that they had they were the number one run defense in the league. What we could do, air them out. Mm-hmm. Aired them out. Took them mm-hmm. away. Took them away right away. Boom, boom, boom. Picked our spots. Um against the Packers. They were the number one run defense. What we do, we run on them. But Jalen had a hundred yards rushing on six carries in the first quarter alone. Yeah. So, like, there's yeah. different ways. And Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders ate last week, too. So, there's, like, they pick your pick your poison. You want to take yeah. this away? Oh, we'll do this. Oh, you want to do this and adjust and play zone or bracket coverage on A.J. Brown? Okay. No Dallas got it. We'll beat you this way. 100%. Um, defensively, it's been an improvement. We were worried about Gannon. We're like, Gannon was on the hot seat. Starting the season, remember? We were like, Man, oh, Gannon. You still might be on the hot seat for me. It's a week to week thing with Gannon. It's a week to week because you know what? He The same thing keeps showing up season after season. He plays, he does well against bad QBs. And yes, Ryan Tannehill is a bad QB, like full stop. And he's he does serviceable. poorly against good QBs. And that trend has still continued to line up. I haven't yet seen. We haven't played that many good QBs yet. Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be our great test, but obviously he's been hurt Kurt for Cousins. this season. Please, please. I will never – you will never, Kurt ever, Coupon. ever hear me say that Kirk Cousins is a good QB. Never. <laughs> never. He, well, he pay, he's, pay, he's paid like one. He's and they paid treat him like, like one. one. They, 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 they treat him like one, and they, they treat him like one, and they pay him like one. And he has right. weapons like one, but I don't think he has no. that. He's like a – he's like a – He's like a Tobias Harris. Yes. 100%. Serviceable. You know Good what, in spots. It goes back again to that idea that some quarterbacks are game managers and they know what to do. They know how to not put teams in bad positions, right? We used to have a quarterback, Carson Wentz, who frequently put his team in bad positions. The reason why Carson Wentz is not quarterback in the commanders, even though Tyler Haneke sucks, is because he frequently put the team in bad positions. He's not a better player than Tyler Haneke, but Tyler Haneke is a better game manager than Carson Wentz. And at the end of the day, 
a lot of times wins and losses in football is how well you can manage the game, how well you can manage the things that you do well versus the things that you don't do well. Okay, we saw um, Matt Stafford win a Super Bowl, and Matt Stafford is not the same QB that he was, but the things that he did well, he was able to maximize with the coach. Those things married well, and boom, there you go. So when I look at us, and I know Connor here has a great record. He says, we're set up to succeed now in the future. We could have the best record in the NFL, the number one seed, and two first-round picks. If we beat the Saints, we could have a top-five pick. Connor has this idea that we're going to go 15-2. and I wonder what he thinks that second loss is going to be. I'd like to think, again, you're right. I'd like to think we're going to run the table, but our our last few games are against division rivals, and those are always tough games. So realistically, I could see us losing. Well, first of all, if we sit out against the Giants, if we rest our starters, if we lock up the number one seed by the time we play the Giants, we may lose that game. There's a potential that if we've locked up the number one seed by Christmas, we may not play our starters against Dallas. We may lose that game. So those are two games that I'm looking at that we could potentially lose just because we don't play our starters. So I could also, again, see us maybe playing one game against one game against our division rivals i believe we may lose just because they know us so well but i can't see us winning losing any of the other games against non-division teams i can see that yeah i can definitely see that yeah and i think it just comes back down to the not just the offense playing up to its potential but the defense playing up to its potential like i just continually see times where you love Gannon's defense and you hate Gannon's defense. And I think the infusion of of Joseph and Sue has been great, right? Because we're getting Jordan Davis back. He's a huge boon to our defensive line. You're right. Fletcher Cox was playing way too many snaps. He seems revitalized now in this reduced role. So does Brandon Graham see revitalized well in this reduced role. You're seeing a lot of our defensive line being dominant, which is allows our back seven to do what they need to do, which is rally to the ball and play man to man on the outside. It has been really good. It hasn't been the best at times, but football is messy. It's not supposed to be the best all the time. It just has to be your best win, winning, it, when you have to win. We have a few guys with over six sacks. Mm-hmm. Josh Sweat is secretly yep. putting together Hargrave. a pro bowl. Another hard grave digger, hard grave. Oh, my goodness. He has seven and a half, maybe eight. I think he, got, I think he has eight sacks now. And then Hassan Reddick. Hassan yeah. Reddick, he – Early in this game, the runs that Tanny Hill had, he went in and the, the tackle blocked him in. He didn't really set the edge, but you see he corrected it, and he's a force. He's a force when he's able to just tee off on and tee off on the quarterback, get in the backfield. They, we had some good – Kaiser White, TJ Edwards. We got to see N'Kobe Dean today. Um, it's, it's been remarkable. It's been 100%. remarkable to see that play up front. 100%. Those guys are kicking butt, kicking butt, kicking butt, kicking butt, and taking names. And we love. Taking and names. I'm just very, very encouraged to just see overall that the te- that the players that we bought in have been making an impact. You know, like we need Maddox back. C.J. Garner Johnson, he was a great 
impact player for us. We need these guys back. The middle of our field is a little weak, but but overall we're doing very very well. Um, we're gonna quickly jump into our our ad for tonight, but I just want to notice that Connor thinks that we should play our starters the next four games, win them, and then rest the starters in the final game, and that's where our second loss will come. I agree. I think we're probably if we can. The second we've locked up that number one seed, we're resting the starters. We're resting the starters. And then they're going to say we tanked. <laughs> right. Right. I wonder what argument they're going to have now for for the for the Eagles. It's we didn't play anybody. It's Aaron Rodgers was hurt. It's oh, you know, we our schedule's weak. It's always an excuse for how dominant we are. Right? No one sees us doing anything. Okay, I'll see you in Arizona. You guys beat the Cowboys without Dak. Exactly. Oh, we're going to show them on Christmas Eve, though. Oh, please. We'll see you in Arizona. Okay. All right. Anyway. That's true. (laughs) DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Okay? Why? Because same-gay parlays, easy, fast payouts, player prop options, and right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 free in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can sign up to earn 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-gay parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-gay parlay bet, combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, points totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger the shot, the win, big. I've had a great experience on the app. It always goes well for me with the Eagles. I love playing A.J. Brown, getting two tutties. It's what I love to see, okay? What you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN. You see it scrolling down your screen. TPPN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's a great, it's a great, great, great deal, y'all. Tap in. Tap in. You can't beat that. That's can't beat that. Can't beat that. All right. Now we spent a little bit of time talking about what we loved from the Eagles, and I love to hear and I love to see it. I want to spend a little bit more time just talking about what are your concerns for the Philadelphia Eagles moving forward? Where are your weak, where are the weak spots that we still need to continue to address if we want to make it to Arizona next next year? I was pleasantly surprised because number one on my dartboard was special, special teams. teams. Yeah. Bring really Covey. <laughs> Brayton Covey redeemed himself today because, did, honestly, I was like, let's go get anybody off the street. Let's go get Darren Sproles off of retirement, bring him back. He had a remarkable game. He had two punt returns for over 20 yards today mm-hmm. alone. And so, like, and the kick covers was much better. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley, he, he was in the Pro Bowl voting last year for special mm-hmm. teams. He may get there again. I think he has he racked up a lot of tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Zach Pascal, those guys really honed in on special teams starting today. So yeah. if they can build up, continue to build on that. It won't be we, they won't be in the negatives. They won't be in the negatives much longer. Um, special no, teams was the biggest thing, honestly. On on special teams, because 
Uh, and you know what? I was actually surprised at the the Titans game plan when it comes to special teams, because if you know anything about uh, the birds, you know, that special teams has been a huge weakness for us. I was expecting them to, to capitalize more on trying to flip the field and get great field position when it came to special teams. And they really didn't seem to, to do that. It looked a lot of times that their kicker out kicked this coverage, which left Covey with a lot of room to run. And he, to his credit, he took advantage of it. I do still think special teams are our weak points, maybe better, teams teams that know you know i i felt like the idea was let's just limit jalen hurts's running and they didn't really think about how special teams could also impact if i was them knowing that my i only have derrick henry and maybe one good wide receiver i would try to get a shorter field as possible but they didn't seem to be too worried about that they and i think that that ended up being you know uh a, a loss for them i think that that was them not game playing correctly and that led to our advantage i'm really kind of still nervous about special teams i think better teams could probably um uh, take advantage of that weakness a lot better but it was good to see that for this week at least covey got to beyond the 20 yard line like i was was so just so tired of seeing him get tackled or knocked out of bounds before he hit even 25 yards it was pissing me off it's pissing me off um connor brings up a great point that we had like 11 penalties like i don't understand and most of them were on the offensive line which to me is the best offensive line in the league so what the hell were we doing with all these goddamn false starts it was pissing me off you know what i attributed to what did you think <laughs> Their Christmas albums came out. They released it. They, 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 they released a single every week, and the, the album comes out uh, on Christmas. Right. But uh, <laughs> that could have been it. They were worried about the the single release than any of these uh, any of these freaking false stars. I mean, one one of those false stars I think was a bad call, but for the most part. It just seemed like the team was not in sync. And it was like, we're at home. This is not where you would expect these penalties to show up for. And it's kind of funny because at the beginning of the season, we were having these types of penalties, right? And then they got cleaned up. And I heard, right. um, you know, during one of the, the in-game interviews that Coach blamed himself. Like, he's, he, he put it on him. And I love to see that from Nick Sirianni, you know, taking ownership for, okay, I got to get these plays called in fast. I got to make sure these guys are set up so that they're not having these false starts. But I just think in general, we, we really need to be – uh, way, way, way more dialed in and focused, and and these penalties just can't happen. A penalty on the center, like it, it just these, they just cannot happen. And we and the, the the with the penalties issue and the special teams issue and our safety issue. That's my last dark horse. Our safeties. These are little small areas that can be exploited when it comes to the time to the playoffs. That is true. But Reed Blankenship. I knew he was going to be a player. I watched him in Middle Tennessee State for the last, like, two or three years. The dude, like, is just, like, he knows he's smart. He knows where to be. He he comes up without hesitation. The interception against Aaron Rodgers, he basically baited him into that throw. If you go back and rewatch it, because he sunk himself down to where to, in the line of the receiver, and as – Aaron Rodgers let go of the ball. That's when he broke on the ball and snuck out and 
expanded to the ball. So that is a, a very heady veteran-type play that he made on that. And not only that, he had a tackle for loss. Today he had he had a, um, a good tackle on the sideline to limit one of the run, runs after a catch. Like, he's solid. Marcus Epps, surprisingly, has played every snap. I think he's somebody that you could build with. Mm-hmm. If you pair him with a, a ball hawk like C.J. Gardner-Johnson, mm-hmm. I think he 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 thrives in that role as being the other guy. He's also smart. He knows where to be. He's very good at coming up and run support and, and getting into the getting into the backfield as the ball carriers uh, breaking the line of scrimmage. Very good at that. Um, the pass coverage stuff. They're 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 going to be okay. We're going to be tested down the stretch, and it's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully, we'll get CJ Gardner Johnson back. We need Avante Maddox back. Um, Kavon Wallace actually played pretty well in his limited snaps since um, that injury. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, we need Dallas Goddard back. We need Dallas Goddard back. We get Avante Maddox back this coming week, and then we get yes. Dallas back before the the Cowboys game. Okay, that would be a great game to get him back on. Christmas Eve, I think we're going to be playing in Dallas. Uh, I think it's going to be Dallas and Dallas, you know what I mean? I could see him going off. I I really do think, you know, we offensively we've been able to hold it down because we have Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and and, and Quez Watkins. Like, Quez Watkins has really come on in these last couple weeks. But I do think that our offense hums the best when we have – like Dallas Goddard just does so much for run support. He does so much in that middle of the field, taking the pressure off AJ Brown, taking the pressure off Devonte Smith. It's almost like a pick your poison type of situation. And so I really want to see, I definitely want to see him come back, continue, play well. He was on a great trajectory before he got hurt and just continue to, I think, I think overall Nick Sirianni, Stetchin and the QB coach, have figured out how to make the offense run optimally with Jalen Hurts' skill set. And, and and because they know how to make the 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 this offense run with his skill set, everything looks so beautifully put together, right? The run game and the pass game are married very well. We have a if you if you try to limit our running, we get you we gash you with the passes. If you try to gash us with the passes, we get we get you with the running. We just have a lot of different answers for a lot of different uh, ways of defending us and I and because Jalen has matured so rapidly as a passer, the limitations that would have made me um, made it difficult for us last season aren't aren't there anymore. It's it's amazing to me. We went nine and eight last season, and now this season we're on we're on schedule to go potentially fifteen and two. Potentially, I would love sixteen and one to be completely uh, honest. I even if we rest our starters, I want us to beat the Giants. I don't care. So the idea that we could we could just run the table on the rest of these teams because we know what we're doing and we dare teams to beat us and they can't. It's amazing. It's amazing. amazing. When they play, when they're, they're clicking on both sides of the ball and special teams, the only thing that can stop them is is themselves. They added so many wrinkles to this offense and Jalen has adapted as a passer that you can't even predict what's going to come. As a defense going against that offense, you have Devontae Smith, who's the number one, 
A.J. Brown is the number one. And Quez Watkins, who's fast enough to be a number one, he can get by you like that. Um, and he, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, uh, Dallas Goddard, so many weapons. Offenses, just, they could they could pick their spots and do whatever they want at any time. And that's a great thing to have going down the stretch. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Oh, for sure. Teams are like, oh, they're going to do RPO stuff. Nope. QB design run. Oh, yep. oh you want to play that? Oh, tight end screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to do that? Oh, play action. Oh, Devontae Smith, touchdown. Yeah. Where was your, where was your coverage? <laughs> Absolutely, so it's, it's, it's great. It's amazing. We make we make sure that it's eleven on eleven, where it used to be eleven on ten, right? Or they just forget about the quarterback the second the ball is snapped and the ball leaves their hand. Now you actually have to account for the quarterback every single time. And and some days are better than others. It's a week to week league, but overall, we're just continuing to see Jalen be unflappable, and that just feed into the rest of the team where you just know we're going to, no matter what hole they may have dug themselves in, no matter how poorly they may be starting, you know that we're going to get back on track and we're going to matriculate the ball down the field. You just know it. You just know it. Um, so I'm going to start last segment of the day before John gets into um, his very important news. I'm really excited to hear that at the end. I want to know, I know Thanksgiving has just passed, but who are you thankful for this season on the Eagles? Give me, give me your your players you're most thankful for. I'm thankful for Jason Kelsey, okay, Lane yeah. Johnson, Mylotta. Yeah. I'm thankful for Brandon Graham. Brandon like Graham, guys yeah. like that, guys who have – have have been there but they're mm-hmm. still producing at a high rate and it, sh- it shows a lot to those younger players that are that are new to the team the new additions too they all buy in they all buy in because of the the nucleus that they built and the foundation mm-hmm. they built and uh, those those guys are the main reason behind their success right now mm-hmm. so i'm so thankful for them and coach Sirianni. that's yeah. a big that's where it starts imagine if we would have had um, who's the Raiders coach? Uh, uh, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Imagine if we had Josh McDaniels. Yeah, I can't no say that he would have been able to uh, replicate the success that we're having right now, 100%. and the success we had last year. So, Nick Sirianni, he's special, man. People want to write him off. I I think we have uh, something very very special here. It's going to only continue to grow from here. Absolutely. Fly, you fly. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you 100%, John. I'm going to go with you on that one. I'm so grateful for the offensive line. I'm thankful for the offensive line. Um, Just starting with Jason Kelsey, I don't – to think about a time where we won't have Jason Kelsey manning the middle is too – I don't even want to contemplate it. It's it's weird to say that that winning the Super Bowl could wind up with him retiring. So it's like one of those things where you're like, of course we want to win the Super Bowl, but if Jason Kelsey's not there next season, it's just weird to think about. I don't know. I'm gonna go there. Um, I am thankful for you know who I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the Titans passing on paying AJ Brown, okay, and thinking that all he was worth just a one and a three. That's it. Off your hands we go. I'm so thankful that you went with 
paying Derrick Henry versus paying A.J. Brown. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Did you see that? <laughs> 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 he said, no, you don't. He said, no, no, no. It's so crazy to me that they didn't give him a flag. Um, a flag for that. But they gave him a flag for him pointing at the guy and going, not you. And oh, you're not, not you. That kind of flag was spanking the goalpost. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for AJ Brown and and underrated on the defense. I am grateful for the defensive line that's showing up this season. Okay, there have been a lot of games where you just didn't know how it was going to go, and the defensive line said, "Hold on, we're gonna hold it down. We're gonna hold it down. We're gonna hold it down." Grateful for Bradbury and Slay. We finally have two good corners. Ooh, which is. So crazy. We wouldn't have said that a season ago, two seasons ago, but we're here now. And it's amazing. I'm just, we're just blessed. We're blessed right now as the Philadelphia, as Philadelphia Eagles fans, we're blessed to be fans of the best team in the NFL, period. Also, we had to say a special thank you to Steven Nelson. We enjoyed your time here. And we agree. We are happy that you wanted to be, secure a bigger deal elsewhere because yes. it opened the door for us to get Bradbury after the Giants cut him. So part. that it it worked out swimmingly for us. That part. That Thank part. you. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! So much holiday cheer. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Before we get out of here and pay some bills, I want to give John the floor to shout out his youth football team and their championship win. I'm so proud of you, bro. You you've Thank been you. holding it down both as a fan and as a coach. And I'm just I, go ahead, go ahead, go off. I appreciate it. I greatly appreciate it. Big, huge, immense shout out to the Cliffside Park Richfield Royal Raiders. My junior team, uh, bringing home a championship, winning the BCJ SFL, uh, twenty to zero over Vaunted Inglewood. Yeah, we got up three touchdowns with a few minutes left in the second quarter before halftime, and uh, it, it came out, played a immaculate, immaculate, immaculate football. And the season has been like that. It started in July. Shout out to you guys. Because they they brought in from summertime all the way through. They worked in and in and out every day during the week. When the games came, we we had a we showed out and we played mistake free football. And now we get to bring home a Super Bowl trophy. And uh, I'm excited for them. Love you guys, man. Royal Raiders, stand up. Stand uh, thank up. you. Also, um, shout out to Henry Reyes. Um, he is um, Adrian Mendoza, my quarterback's uh, uncle, and he uh, photographed all of our games, and he actually put together a championship reel um, that I shared on my Instagram story. So if you go to JohnnyMon24 on Instagram, watch my Instagram story and watch this video that he put together for our championship reel. I, I narrated it, but it is amazing. Yeah. It is so amazing. Um, Check yeah, but shout out. out. What's, that, what's your Instagram again, John? Uh, Johnny Mon 24. 
Johnny Mon 24. Yes, please check that out. It's a great, great reel. John does a great job narrating, and you really find yourself just falling in love with this team and, and how much they played. And look, we've got we've got Whip chiming in at the last little bit uh, to, to congratulate John and his youth football team, Johnny Mon. He thought that was funny. He's calling you old man. Get out here. We'll see you next week. Baby. You can't just call him old man on the comments. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> that, that was my name in basketball when I played basketball. Johnny yeah. Mon. <laughs> Johnny Mon. I love it. No, we love to see it. We love to see it. I'm just happy to hear that you've been having a great season. We want to continue with the Eagles having a great season. At the end of the day, we love, love, love our football team, whether it is coaching, whether it's watching, and we're just happy to be Eagles fans. I know this man ain't got nothing. Look, he said, I'm always hating. We're going to leave with that one. He's always hating. <laughs> uh, John went away for a little bit, but hopefully he'll be back momentarily. Um, again, we just want to say thank you so much to the Eagles fans. Um, who who join and love us. And, and Whip is even saying the hate's got to be here via text. We always need Whip to hate. You missed it, Whip. I I, I was wrong on Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I'll say it again since I got you here. I was wrong about Jalen Hurts. He is clearly a franchise-level QB. And on that note, please make sure you uh, download and subscribe to the podcast on uh, stream it on Apple, Spotify, Megaphone, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts, okay? Follow us on YouTube and on Twitter and on Instagram at Three Birds and a Punt. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on YouTube. You can follow me personally at According to Afia on Twitter. I'm sure y'all have a lot to say about me. Telling y'all I was wrong about Jalen Hurts. So if y'all want to come for me, come for me. I okay. love it. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Whip changed his name. We're going to figure that out for next week. You already saw him. Ghost of Embiid. Ghost, isn't it Ghost of Embiid? Yeah. Ghost of Embiid. Follow Whip. Ghost of Embiid. And make sure you follow John at where? John Monroe Jr. on Twitter. John Monroe Jr. on Twitter. <laughs> okay. Okay, y'all. This has been another episode. Look, look, look. Whip is so surprised. Yeah, you got it. You should have been watching from the very first. He said, "Look, you love Hurts now, huh?" He said, "What? What? <laughs> wow. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I, I've changed my mind. I, when presented with new information, I changed my mind. He clearly, clearly has matured into the type of quarterback we want for the long term, and we just can't wait to see what happens next." So, again, another episode of Three Birds and a Punt, episode 55. Please download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And we'll see you when we see you. Go, birds. Go, birds. Go, birds. Go, birds.